Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks presents Saint's Treasure, written by Mark Durham and narrated by Josh Kilborn. Preface First, I have to say that this book is intended for the believer. If you describe yourself as such, then I welcome you into this frame of thought. What does our life in Christ look like after our mortal death? This book attempts to describe and explain this subject in the setting prior to the rapture, before we have our new bodies. I have often wondered about this topic. This book attempts to describe and explain this subject in the setting prior to the rapture, before we have our new bodies. I have often wondered about this topic, and I find that it is frequently mentioned in sermons. Scripture gives us glimpses as to what heaven looks like, what it will be like, and who will be there. However, we know very little about where the believer will be directly after their earthly death. We know even less as to what we will do or where we will go. So much of our expectations are held captive by our experiences here on earth that it is difficult to comprehend what God has planned and has prepared for those who love Him. What I have tried to do is answer these questions and others like them in a novel format. Thus, this work is fiction. I do not have some special authority from God, nor do I have a specific revelation. I also want the reader to understand that I did not have a blinding light or near-death experience where I purport to understand or know this story to be true and inerrant. This work of mine is, however, my joy to present to you, the reader. I would hope you to be as highly interested in our life in Christ post-death, yet pre-rapture, as me. In the preface of The Great Divorce, C.S. Lewis writes that his transmortal conditions are solely an imaginative supposal. They are not even a guess or a speculation at what actually await us. The last thing I wish is to arouse factual curiosity about the details of the afterworld. We can only speculate. We can only imagine. Saint's Treasure is a portrait, an afterworld novel that is based on the Word of God. My final goal and hope is to arouse factual curiosity about the details of the afterworld. My goal is to inspire believers to greater service, ministry, and missions because life is all about Jesus. It is not about us. Just as John wrote, He, God, must become greater, and I must become less. John 3.30 The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Romans 13.12 1. The night of his life was growing darker. Just a week earlier, Kenneth was able to get up and sit on the toilet to relieve himself. He talked with his daughter and son, and even signed some sheet that his daughter promised would be the last thing needing his signature. It involved the farm and the trust. The legalities didn't matter to him. He trusted his daughter. In the last year, she had power of attorney established over the family trust. Yet today, even for the last few days, he was weaker. He could no longer see anything but a void of blackness. He was even too weak to keep his mouth closed. His tongue was chapped. When he attempted to talk, it felt as if his tongue was splitting into pieces. He tried to tell the nurses or his daughter of the pain in his heels, back, and shoulders. They were burning so. But when he attempted to talk, oh, the pain in his jaw and tongue. He could hear that his words were more grunts and moans. He hadn't moved in several days, or so it seemed to him. The worst of it was that when he awoke, 
he was reminded of his condition. The golden setting sun was shining through the window in his bedroom. Its brilliance lit the walls so brightly that it seemed to be the only thing in the room. Squinting, Anne noticed a rectangular reflection on the opposing wall. Looking up, she noticed that it was coming from Kenneth's DDS degree. Memories flowed over her like the sunlight within the room. He had been retired for 22 years, a forced retirement due to macular degeneration of his eyes. He would have practiced for more than 50 years if it were not for the illness. She doubted that he would see his 99th birthday. She contemplated and recognized that this was the end for her daddy. So what do you think we should do? Well, Reuben responded, he does seem worse today than...